0: Okay, welcome back, week four. And uh, I think we finally have a name. We're gonna name this segment of our weekly pick show two for the money. So that's what it's gonna be. Two for the money, week four. Here we go. Cause last week, week
1: four. Last hold, on, week, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just wanna say this, I'm sorry. Week four, winner
0: at the end gets the John Anthony Award. <laughs> How's that sound, huh? <laughs> a nice big um, a nice big uh, bust statue of his face. Yeah, it's nothing. If I lose, it's no problem. I'll buy you a trophy. You'll get the John Anthony Award for the end of the year. Million dollar man, million dollar man. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sound good? That sounds good. So last week, let's do a little recap here. Um, After week two, I found myself in a hole. In a deep, deep, deep hole. And week three was Redemption Week. Al you went four and twelve last week. That was not a good <laughs> one. That was not a good one. I, on the other hand, went thirteen and three. So we're kind of right back where we started on the season. Uh, Al is twenty six and twenty one. I am twenty five and twenty two. Though Al still leads on the locks. He is three and zero. You are three and zero on your locks. Your last All right. week, your All lock right. last week was um was the Seattle Seahawks, 14 fourteen and a half big spread. Yeah, that's coming. right.
1: I was worried early, but then you know,
0: it's I inevitable. I too was worried because my lock was the Falcons, and uh, <laughs> it turned out that I didn't need to be worried at all. So Not I'm two at one. All. I'm Not two and one on my locks. <laughs> my two wins on the locks were both the Falcons. By the way, the Falcons own the NFC East. I'm scared to death when we play the Falcons because they own our division so far. Yep, each and every one, right? Yeah. They've beaten each and every one at this point. Yeah, Eagles, Giants. They just played the whole NFC just East. The whole beginning. NFC East. <laughs> just get those games out of the way. <sighs> I'm going to call it now. I'm going to say Atlanta wins the...
1: the uh, no, I'm sorry, not the division, because I made it... Not, uh, who did I choose for the future? We both chose the New Orleans Saints for the NFC oh, South. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was a bad, that was a bad, choice. That was a bad choice. Well, I, I'm going to say it's right now. I think Atlanta's going to make the playoffs.
0: I think it's... Uh, I think the way it's looking. I read a stat earlier that Julio Jones through three weeks is having the best three game start to a season by a wide receiver ever. Do you know so, why this isn't shocking to me though? College. I don't know why.
1: No. <laughs> it, it, okay, that too. But um, I was listening to uh, uh, Matthew Barry on uh, Fantasy Focus, and he was talking about like his bold prediction was that um, Julio Jones would have the most, like, uh points ever in the history <laughs> of the game of fantasy football. That's a pretty so, bold prediction. And so he's on pace
0: right now to, to do just that. Oh, man. It he was did, really scary. He does, I played him
1: this weekend, actually.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he does score a lot of points. He does definitely score yeah. a lot of fantasy points. Let's go to it. Let's start with a team that does not score a lot of points, or at least they didn't last weekend. Um, <laughs> it's a It's a classic divisional matchup, though, so it should be at least a little bit exciting, if anything. The Baltimore Ravens at the Pittsburgh Steelers, Baltimore minus two and a half.
1: Ooh, yeah, so I say that Baltimore goes in there and takes care of business. They kind of woke up a little bit last week. Um, they haven't Cincinnati, won a game, just,
0: no, won no 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 I hear you
1: I hear you, but Cincinnati, you know they're they're pretty thorough. <laughs> Cincinnati's pretty thorough and they they, you know, they're the best team in that division. But I think Baltimore sneaks in here with, you know, Pittsburgh, even without Ben. I mean, even without Ben, even with Le'Veon back on and uh Antonio Brown still fully, you know, a go. Like I think Michael Vick's gonna take this game to like get
0: warmed up. Uh, I think they'll
1: lose this game
0: uh, uh, outright. Yeah. Baltimore, you know what? They've lost every game they've been, at least last week like you were saying they look competent. Um losing Crockett Gilmore is kind of tough. But uh I yeah, I I don't I guess. think I don't think they lose this game, man. I don't think they can lose to Michael Vick and I love Mike Vick, but I think I think Father Time has caught up with him and I just don't see how the Steelers put up enough points this week. I just don't even with Leveon Bell. Yeah, so Baltimore it is for both of us. All right, moving on. The New York Jets at the Miami Dolphins. Jets minus one and a half. Man, talk about disappointing teams. I think if, you know, as a a fan of a team that wasn't supposed to do well, when we don't look good, at least you can kind of at least half expected it. But I think a lot of people expected Miami to be really good, and they've looked awful. It looks really, really bad. The defense that they spent so much money on has looked so pedestrian. Um, you know, last week we both picked the Jets um, against Philly, and we both got that one wrong because we expected the Jets to look a lot better against the Philly team. That's looked really bad. Yep. And you just expected the Jets to be able to run. You expected their defense to stop them. And I'll just, I'll just go out on a limb and say the performance that we were expecting last week, we'll get this week. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Jets. Minus one-and-a-half to win. I say it's the
1: Miami Dolphins that go ahead and take this one at home with the points. (laughs) With the the one-and-a-half points. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Going back home to MIA, they'll get settled in. The Jets just coming off that loss. I mean, the way I look at it is this. Miami, their offensive coordinator, Bill Lazor, he used to be the offensive coordinator, with Chip Kelly. And you saw what happened there. So I think it's going to be a repeat of that this
0: week. And uh, yeah, we'll take Miami with the points at home. Okay. Okay. Um, Houston. The Houston Texans. The Arian Foster supposedly led Houston Texans this weekend. Traveled to Atlanta to face the red hot (laughs) Julio Jones led Falcons. (laughs) Uh, The Falcons. Super Bowl contending. Atlanta Falcons, yeah. Falcons
1: minus six and a half. It's easily Houston with the points and the return of Arian Foster. Let's go there, put that on the board that we're going with Houston.
0: Yeah, you know what? I think Atlanta, I still kind of feel like Atlanta wins this game, but Atlanta has just been the, the nail-biter. Like, you don't want to have a heart problem and be a Falcons fan this year because the roller coasters that they lead you on over the courses of these games. (laughs) Holy shit. Um, But I'm with you. I think Houston at least stays close enough, if not wins outright. Um, They'll be within six and a half, I think. I'm going to take the Texans also. Okay. All right. Quick, quick move in. Oakland, the Oakland Raiders at the Chicago Bears. Oakland, minus three. Do you know last week was the first time in a couple years um, I don't know the exact time frame, but it was the first time Oakland had won on the East Coast in a oh, shit ton of games. Um so this isn't quite the East Coast, but it is the Midwest. Um, i I Oakland's such a funny team to me. I thought they'd be better than they were, and it looks like they're actually starting to turn a corner here. I think Oakland continues their their upwards trend here, uh, even if Chicago has some of their main weapons back. I think that team's a mess, so I'm going with the Raiders, minus three. They're going to win. I'll tell you
1: this another week, but we'll take
0: Chicago easily, plus the three
1: points at home. Oof. Oof. Um, I just think John Fox is a better coach, and uh, he'll pull it through. I mean, really, uh, Seattle covered, but remember what we said earlier in the show, we were worried, right? Yeah. We are still worried. And I mean, they gave them a fight early. They just couldn't score any points. And I think they score points. <laughs> big here. problem. <laughs> I think they, they can definitely score against uh, an Oakland team, the Oakland defense. Yeah. Which is kind of picking up. You know what I mean? They had a good uh, game last week. But, um,
0: okay. you know, as okay. take Chicago, I still think Chicago I think they got what it takes to beat the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> okay. All right. Kansas City Chiefs at the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals minus four. This one, oh, that's so funny. Hold on. <laughs> this one is is one that I've been kind of thinking about all day just because Cincinnati's playing so well. Um, and Kansas City always feels as if they are a play away from winning a game. I mean, they're a play away from, you know yeah being you're, really you're good right. it seems you're right you're right you're right let so let's me. let, me, let me, let's go with kansas city with yeah. the okay so we're both gonna go with kansas city i think cincinnati is the popular choice here just because they're playing so well and because green bay i mean let's be honest green bay stomped kansas city the other night um yeah i just i think it's one of those games where the underdog pulls this one out we're going kansas city you're going kansas city And and then we're moving on to Jacksonville, Jacksonville Jaguars at the Indianapolis Colts, Colts minus nine real quick, because last week um, with the Colts game, we, we put it in a very particular way. You said, you can't see how the Colts can win. I said, I can't see how the Colts can lose. Um, (laughs) And yet (laughs) for a team that you, for the team that I said, I can't see how they lose, a spread right. of nine, even if it is at home against the Jaguars, seems really, really high. Um, so I'm going to go with the Jags here. I think the Jags uh, give them a run. I think the Colts actually still win this game, but I think it's a lot closer than that spread makes it seem like it's going to be. I hate to say it, but I'm going to have to
1: agree with you <laughs> because um, the Colts aren't the same team
0: that they were last year. No, they're not. And they barely won last week. I think it's an indictment of their front office that instead of protecting Andrew Luck, they decided to load up on as many mediocre weapons as they could. And it's proving to be the absolute wrong strategy. This is where you're expecting your quarterback to be Superman and thinking that just because you have a really good quarterback, that it'll be enough to get past the average teams. And we're obviously seeing that that just doesn't work. doesn't work. So even if they do somehow turn it around, Indianapolis was my preseason pick to be in the Super Bowl. And God, I wish I could have that back. Dude, we've, I think we both said that Indianapolis would be in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, except uh, I think my, my NFC pick is still... It's still alive and kicking. It's crazy what you expect before the season starts. And right. Then this season has been crazy. This season has been absolutely crazy. All um, right.
1: But I say uh, you take Jacksonville? I did take Jacksonville. I'm going to take the Colts and, t- and say they blow them out. Oh, my God. You agreed with everything I said. Then you said you take the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I was hearing you. I was hearing you. But then I was thinking, like, it's just, something kept popping out. Division, division, division game. And it's like, the Colts always whooped up on the Jaguars. It's still sort of the same defense, so I can see that minus nine. I I know how crazy it seems, but it's like the Colts haven't beaten anybody by more than two. (laughs) Other than that, it's been a loss. So where do you get nine from? Um, And I feel like a lot of that comes from... You know, prior games, uh, twenty-three to three last year, and forty-four to seventeen. So that's the explanation for why the spread is minus nine. We'll take the
0: Colts. Okay, although they are different teams than last year. This is true. Just and I that say out. that in the beginning of the whole <laughs> spiel. Yeah, but you know, yeah, we'll see what happens. Okay. All right. Moving on. We have the Battle of New York, the Giants at the Buffalo Bills, Bills minus five and a half. I say the Giants with the points. Gosh darn it. I thought this was going to be one of those games where you pick the Bills and I thought I'd be smart and say, no, nah, you know what? I'm going to pick the Giants and there's going to be a game where I'm going to come up on you. Um, <laughs> uh, God, you're right. I mean, you literally just said what I was going to say. I really hate to say it. I'm picking the Giants <laughs> with the points. With the points. Yeah. But see, uh,
1: you know, that's how I felt back in the Houston-Atlanta game. When you picked
0: on uh, Houston, I was like, yeah. ah, he knows it. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. With the Giants, I feel as if uh, maybe like four out of the last eight years, it was the Giants who were looking a little shaky, and then it was a win against the Redskins that kind of set them back on a, on a decent course. And I think that's exactly what last Thursday night's going to do. Um, they're going to set them back on a decent course. I still don't think they're going to be very good, but I think, they, uh, I think they get those five and a half points and take that easy. Yep. Okay. Philadelphia at Washington. Uh-oh. <laughs> Philly, minus three. Of course Philly had to look good last week, right? Of course they had to look good last week, the week before they play us, and Got we to. have to look bad. It's just it, it seems like it's just written that way. Um, I, I can totally see both scenarios happening where we just say, F it, you know what, we're professional football players and we're going to play well because that's what we do against Philadelphia. Um, I can also see Philadelphia beating us and Kirk Cousins making mistakes. Um, not enough to... Warrant being benched or not enough to say God what an awful 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 quarterback he is but enough to make us not win this game. So I'm going to go with the Eagles.
1: Yep. Uh, we're taking the Redskins with the points at home plus
0: 3. I would be shocked if he didn't.
1: <laughs> All right. The other... I mean, I was I hear you. I hear what you're saying and I really was leaning towards the Eagles. I really was, but um
0: yeah, I, I, game's I mean, like,
1: look at the past. I mean, even with the past team, and I think the Redskins team this year is, is actually better than the team from last year, believe it or not. But um, even with that, uh, Washington still hung with this team. They should have beat him the first time, and they beat him the second time. So I can easily see that. Turn around, and everybody, once again, is doubting Washington. Yeah.
0: I I think that we split the series with the Eagles this year. I think we just win the game at their house, and they win the game at ours. Um, I just feel like it's one of those years. Okay. All right, NFC South Powerhouses, Carolina Panthers at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Carolina minus three. Holy shit. This is the game that no one is going to watch of the week. (laughs)
1: Carolina minus three at Tampa Bay. Is that like a isn't that isn't that sound some something weird about that, right? Not really. No. I mean I think it's
0: just two teams that don't look very good <laughs> that are below average facing each other. And uh the only I I, I I pity the announcers who have to call this game because the only storyline to talk about is Jameis Winston's progression Cam Newton without any weapons, and this being an NFC matchup.
1: We're taking the Panthers here.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I said I pity the announcers for not having anything to talk about. I have nothing to say about this game. We're going with the Panthers.
1: I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. That's what I'm afraid of. But we're still going with the Panthers. Might be a push.
0: Mm-hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. All right, the Cleveland Browns at the San Diego Chargers chargers minus seven and a half i hate this one i hate this game so much because i have no idea what to do and they set that line really nice um i thought san diego would be better and i think they're going to look better this week i'm going san diego i think cleveland's just bad man
1: oh man minus seven and a
0: half I think see that's the thing. I think teams can run against San Diego, but holy crap, I don't think Cleveland can run. So that's why I'm going with the Chargers. Okay, and uh, minus seven and a half
1: Cleveland at we will San Diego. That is a good point. We'll take San Diego minus the seven and a half. Yep, we'll both ride that.
0: <laughs> okay, Minnesota, the Vikings at the Denver Broncos. Denver minus six and a half. Can I just ask, before we, before the season started and we made all our predictions, we were kind of hesitant uh, to, to keep Peyton in, the, in this upper echelon of quarterbacks at the top tier. Would you say it's safe to say that uh, he isn't in tier one of quarterback play anymore? Not at all. Yeah. Sad. I'm kind of it's, yeah.
1: It's, I'm I'm even nervous when he throws the football. Oh,
0: exactly. I'm like, Where are you throwing? <laughs> exactly. <at me?" laughs> like, exactly. What are you
1: doing right now? Um, yeah. So we will go ahead <laughs> and take the Minnesota Vikings plus six and a half. Um, I just think that the Vikings are a good team. I don't think they're going to win it,
0: but I think they're good. it's going to be a close game. The the thing with the Vikings, though, is... Because I think Denver's going to shut down their passing game pretty well. Um, obviously, the question is whether or not they can shut down Adrian Peterson. Um, because this year so far, they've done a pretty good job against running backs as well. But considering they've yeah. only faced one good one in Jamal Charles, and they didn't really stop that guy, it's <laughs> no, hard to say didn't. whether or not they're actually going to stop him... Stop a... Uh, stop a... Uh, Adrian Peterson. I I really, really wanted to pick the Broncos. I really think they're going to win this game. But I don't see them stopping Adrian Peterson. And I don't see them putting up enough points to win by at least a touchdown. So I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go with Minnesota. Um, God, I really wanted to pick Denver. I was struggling to think of reasons why I should pick Denver. And every time I tried to think of one, it just kept pointing purple.
1: Uh, I mean, I think it's really cool. I think the spread is, is well... I mean, pretty
0: much well-placed. Yeah. Yeah. All right. and a half. Can't beat that. Yeah. All right. Green Bay Packers at the San Francisco 49ers. Green Bay, eight and a half point favorites. Green Bay look good. They look so good. (laughs) San Francisco looks so bad. But San Francisco has had Green Bay's number for so long. (laughs) Oh, the doubt. But you know what? No, the downward trend continues. Green Bay keeps clicking on all cylinders. People keep getting in fights at Santa Cla- in Santa Clara um, in the parking lot because Green Bay is going to win and they're going to cover and they're going to blow this team out.
1: Another blowout. Um, it's kind of hard not to say no to that. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's Aaron Rodgers and you know how much he doesn't despise the 49ers. He's just, you know, got that chip on his shoulder. Why, I mean he grew you
0: know. up a 49ers fan and then got passed over by the team he loved. Yeah. Yeah. The chip is the chip is justifiable.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right, but um I'd say here uh given the points uh I'd say San Francisco plays a little garbage time, catches up wins, uh loses by about 7, so we're going to take San Fran here.
0: Here's the thing, here's the thing. I would normally um, because I,
1: I, I let me just say this: I agree with you. Aaron Rodgers is going to blow it up here, and if yeah. he doesn't, then I'm already in the W. But if he does, there's still that time where they just kick back, and then here comes the garbage time. And I think San Francisco, I mean Colin Kaepernick, as sorry as I think he is, as terrible of a player as I think he is, you know, but I'm no judge. Um, that's my. I, I I think he, he's capable enough to to.
0: Put up enough garbage time to, you know. That's my thing. I get think, within the spread. I think while the Niners have typically been the Green Bay's kryptonite for the last couple of years, it's because of solid quarterback play from Colin Kaepernick. Um, as much as I don't like him, he's played pretty well when facing the Packers, and I think his confidence is just dead zero right now. Um, so while I can see what I can see what you're saying happening, I just don't think it's going to. Okay. All right. St. Louis, the St. Louis Rams, the team that's so hard to figure out. Um, At the Arizona Cardinals, Cardinals minus seven. Another big spread here.
1: Another big spread, but an easy spread. Arizona at home. Yeah, I think they're going to push
0: for an undefeated season. Uh, (laughs) Arizona.
1: (laughs) They'll cover that spread at
0: home. Yeah, that's an easy one. That's an easy one. Arizona (laughs) at home. All right, right now, there is no line for Dallas at New Orleans, the uh, the backup bowl. Um, just for shits and giggles, who do you think wins this game? New Orleans? If Breeze <laughs> plays. If he, doesn't, if he doesn't play. Oh, if he he doesn't, said he's going to play, but he said he was going to play last weekend too, so who knows. Ah, if he doesn't play, I say Dallas wins it, but if he does play, it'll be New Orleans. I think, I think Dallas wins this game regardless. <laughs> I just I don't know why alright and, that, and that's a Sunday night game the Sunday night game God NBC better hope Drew Brees plays holy crap okay the- oh, hold, on, hold on before
1: we say the final game of the week here can we go back to um, Arizona St. Louis I want to take back my Pick there. Make it interesting. We'll go with St. Louis with the
0: points at home. Okay. And moving on to the final game of the week. Detroit Lions at the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks minus nine and a half. It's a really big spread for a team that's played well once. But they played well once at home. And (laughs) this game is at home. And Detroit's looks so ordinary, and I just can't see how they get within nine and a half. I'm going with the Seahawks. Just like that,
1: just because you can't see it. There's no, I mean, Matt Stafford's playing, Calvin Johnson's in there. You you just can't
0: see. I think, well, that's the thing. I think their passing game looks so ordinary, and while I don't think the Legion of Boom is the Legion of Boom anymore, um, I think that that Detroit just continues their struggle to score a lot of points. How many points is Detroit averaging this year? Like in week one, they put up, okay, in week one, they put up 28 points. And then since then, they've put up 16, 16 12. And then 12. I don't see this getting any easier for them to score points. <laughs> I don't think they score more than 14 points at most. And, and just... I don't think their defense is any good either. I think that their defense, which was supposed to, uh, was supposed to be a little bit worse because they lost a couple key guys, got a lot worse, and their offense didn't compensate to make up for the losses on defense. So I'm going with Seattle just because I think that 12th man does make a make a difference. And I think that they're going to be able to run regardless of the Marshawn plays or not. If it's Thomas Rolls, if it's Fred Jackson, I think they're going to be able to run. And uh, Russell Wilson is just going to have to game manage again. Uh, yeah,
1: I think we'll take Seattle again at home. <laughs> Uh, this is. I hear what you're saying. I mean, Matt Stafford's playing Calvin Johnson sounds good, right? But yeah. The key pieces that you need, I don't feel like Detroit has them anymore. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is, and you're. It's like you're saying Matt Stafford sounds good, Calvin Johnson sounds good, but I keep think I think we keep thinking of like 2011, 2012, Matt Stafford and Calvin Johnson, not 2015, Matt Stafford and Calvin Johnson. Yeah, it's a little off these days. Yeah. Alright, so lock of the week time. Don't mess this one up. You're perfect on it so far. And uh, where are you at? You know, uh, I think it'd be a nice story if I picked Atlanta, because I picked them two weeks in a row. But I didn't even pick them to win this game, so I can't. So (laughs) I am actually going to go with the opener of week four. I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens by more than two and a half at Pittsburgh on Thursday night.
1: All right, I'm going to say my lock pick is the Washington Redskins mm.
0: covering that three-point, well, getting the three points. Yeah. That's the lock. Lock of the week. <laughs> All right. So, like we were saying at the beginning of the show, or like I was saying at the beginning of the show, I stormed back in week three, um, got within a game. We I think we differed enough here to, uh, to have a, a nice little cushion for whoever actually does take this week. Um, But the goal is to be above 75%, right? Yeah, that's the ultimate goal. That is the ultimate goal. All right, so week four, picks in the books, and we'll recap and do this all again next week. Brand new Two for the Money show. All right. All right, let's see how we do. Good luck to you. All right, good luck to you. All right. All right.